Hello, hello, and welcome to the You Do You Hum podcast, a place to provide you with motivation, direction, and for me to be your very own cheerleader. If you are looking to move from where you are now to where you need to be, keep listening because I am going to share with you the tips and tricks that I've learned along the way from my 10 years experience in mental health. This podcast is sponsored by my goddamn self. So if you are looking for home scents and affordable fragrances, look for Splendid Bliss on Facebook or Instagram. But for now, let the podcast begin. Hello, hello, and welcome back to another episode of You Do You, Hun. I hope you're all well. I hope you have had a good weekend. I am actually recording this on Sunday, which means I am going to be on time. And this episode is coming out like it does every Monday. Woohoo! Um, I do apologise for last week. I do feel bad when it doesn't come out at the right time because I know there's so many of you that are waiting for Monday. So I really appreciate you, by the way, um, my ride or dies that are, are waiting for Monday. And I can see that when I post it out and it comes out on Monday already when I wake up in the morning so many of you have listened to it so I really appreciate that and thank you for bearing with me but yes this episode will be on time which is exciting and what I wanted to talk about today is about intrusive thoughts but before I go on to that um, just wanted to give you a little bit update of where I am at we recently had a welcome to the world party yesterday for Anderson Oh, it was such a lovely day and we got in the cutest outfit. He's in a little suit with a dicky bow. So if you want to see it, go on my Instagram at Laura Louise Burke and you'll be able to see the cutest absolute boy. Cutest absolute boy, the cutest boy ever in his gorgeous little suit. And he was such a good boy and he did really well. Like he was passed around a little bit, but he was okay. Um, I was worried about him being passed around. You know, I felt like I'd be quite territorial and be like, give me my baby back. But actually, <laughs> I was a lot better than I thought I would be. And I was okay. I was fine. So, yeah, I mean, it's surprising me that I'm so relaxed because. I did think I would be, yeah, as I said, quite territorial and quite overly anxious and things, but nah, I'm doing well. But I do remember speaking to one of my friends, Piri, and she was saying like, uh, it takes a village to raise a child and it so does, doesn't it? Like it does take more than one person. Um, Fair play to single parents out there, fair play to you, honestly. I don't know how you do it. I guess you've got no choice, but wow you're incredible like I hope people have the support because you do need it when you have a child like you do need a break you do need you know someone to kind of take over like Andy's downstairs right now he's with Anderson I can come up and do my work everything's good when Andy goes back to work then there'll be tears because I'll have to try and manage everything which is going to be quite difficult but we'll we'll work with it we'll just do it won't we you'll just make it work so yeah I am a little bit anxious about Andy going back to work I'm not gonna lie because I've just loved our bubble that we've been in and we've had such a good time and yeah Anderson you know doesn't care who he goes to and it's just been so lovely that we've got that experience together um so yeah when Andy goes back to work it's gonna be a very sad day um but I do have support with my parents and things like that so that's good but I am gonna miss him he's got one week left with us and then he's back so as you know I work from home um, I've got my mental health training business and it predominantly is from home so that means I can be with Anderson at all times which is what I always wanted I didn't want that fear of, of going back to work and someone telling me when I had to go back to work and so I feel very very grateful and very lucky that I'm in this situation because I know there are so many people that don't have this situation um, and it's a, a tough one isn't it so what I wanted to talk about today, as I've said to you, is intrusive thoughts. And the reason I wanted to talk about intrusive thoughts is because it's something that 
I've not necessarily had intrusive thoughts. I'll explain to you the difference. Um, I've been having thoughts that aren't very nice and are quite destructive and are very unwanted and make me panic. Okay, so I'll give an example. And if this was you when you had a newborn or when you have children, please let me know. I would really, really like to know whether this is something that lots of new mums experience or parents are experiencing now because it's something that's recently happened and been happening to me and I've been going, oh my God, that is horrendous. Like, I'll be holding Anderson, going down the stairs, and then I immediately go to an image of me dropping him and it being very graphic and him not surviving and it's just horrendous, essentially, absolutely horrendous. Or I'll get other thoughts about him being in the car and if we had a car crash and things like that and I jump to these images that are absolutely awful. And instantly, when I think about it and even talking about it now, my chest is going a bit tighter I instantly feel really panicked and I feel like I could go into a panic attack because I just feel very, very scared and overwhelmed because I'm seeing my child getting hurt and it's horrendous. And I've been, obviously, I've been speaking to Andy about it and saying, oh my God, and it's just a case of you're so protective and you don't want anything to happen to them and you don't want them to come to any harm. And why does our brain do that? Why does it give us all that shit, you know? Why does it do that and essentially what it's doing is trying to say right we're protective we don't want anything bad to happen we're trying to think forward and thinking of the worst case scenarios because we're trying to eliminate any danger for them or for us um and it just made me think that this would be a good one to talk about because why not you know it's good to share your own experiences because I can imagine there's you know I'm not alone but also because I wanted us to talk about intrusive thoughts and what they are and what that means and you might listen to this podcast right now and go wait a minute that's something I have and and if you do have that what do you do about it because some of us might feel quite strange might feel abnormal might feel that they're um, losing their mind and it's not the case at all it's completely normal to have these thoughts Um, it's something that the brain does it doesn't make any sense Uh, it doesn't fill us with joy but yet like I say the brain is not there to make you happy it's there to keep you alert and to keep you out of danger and to keep you safe so if they're thinking one step ahead and thinking at the worst case scenario I love how I've identified the brain by there Um, if, if they're you know jumping ahead and think of the worst case scenario they're going to ensure that that potentially doesn't happen so I just wanted to talk about that today so what are intrusive thoughts so essentially what an intrusive thought is is an unwanted thought um, that keeps maybe repeating or uh, is very um, graphic it could be that particular words it could be a song it could be essentially something that triggers you that makes you feel very uncomfortable And it might be, you know, I'll give you examples. It could be unwanted and unpleasant memories. It could be something that you really want to forget. It could be a fear of loved ones getting sick, getting hurt, um, dying, something bad happening to them. It could be unwanted sexual thoughts about somebody else. Um, It could be unwanted thoughts about you harming yourself or suicide or all of them really difficult emotions, well, thoughts that we struggle to deal with that could be classed as an intrusive thought and when we get that it makes us feel unpleasant it makes us feel uncomfortable it makes us feel oh my god like stop I can't I can't cope with this it's not a very nice situation to be in so my question to it is to you have you ever experienced that and, and when you have what have you done 
Has it been helpful? Um, do you need to learn some tools and techniques to move forward with that? Well, don't worry. That is what I'm here for. So I'm going to th- talk to you about ways you can distract yourself. And, and what I've been doing, as soon as I've got that thought like that, I've literally just sh- shake my head like something physical. I've shook my head and gone, no, let's stop that right now. And I've quickly looked at him, looked at Anderson or thought about something that really great or thought about gratitude or something that just brings me back into the present moment because you kind of going through that negative story in your mind is not going to bring you anything and actually you could have all of these thoughts happen and none of them will come true and yet you're in a state of panic and you don't need to be you know let's save the panic for the actual situations you know if if we do have any harmful situations or anything like that but fingers crossed we don't but it's just a waste of time and it's a waste of energy. So we do need to bring us back to the present moment because our brain's just making a movie, essentially. It's making this horrible movie that we want to get out of. It's like being in a horror film and being like, get out of here. Oh, actually, talking about that, I, I shared on my Instagram story recently. It was somebody that was renovating their kitchen and underneath their kitchen floorboards, they found, wait for it, a well, okay? A well. I can't say well properly, well. Um... A well and literally it went so far down and it was filled with water at the bottom what the absolute hell um it's a really really old building obviously and they even found stuff down the well like like literally like um different classes and things like that how crazy is that that they were walking over that that just blows your mind like basically what someone had done they boarded uh they just put flooring over it but they hadn't essentially like boarded up or anything like that. But they found this well. And what they did, they dug really deep, got everything out, made sure the water was right, wasn't toxic, essentially, things like that. And then what they did, so they had the well. So bearing in mind, the well is a big circular thing, goes really deep down into the ground, got water. They decided they were going to, you know, make sure it was intact, you know, resurface the bricks, you know, make sure it looked really grey. And then they just added, like, a glass panel over the well and then did it in line with the flooring so essentially what you would be doing is just walking over that well time and time again but like on a glass um glass floor right oh my god honestly i'll try i'll have to try and find it it was giving me like the ring vibes you know the ring if anyone's seen the ring where that creepy bloody girl is at the bottom of the well and she's like crawling up oh my god can you imagine being in that kitchen in the night time and thinking you're seeing something down that well i would run an absolute mile you could not pay me to have that well okay you could not pay me so don't know how that's related to intrusive thoughts, but it reminded me of horror film and that's why I wanted to say it. But essentially, intrusive thoughts can make you feel like you're in a horror film, can make you feel like you're in a, a really, you know, you're on a really scary ride and you want to get off, okay? So essentially, how do we get through that and, and get ahead of our intrusive thoughts? instantly when we do get an intrusive thought what we tend to do is go oh my god stop thinking about this this is horrible this is scary and actually that doesn't necessarily work because all we're doing is feeding it power we're giving it more power because we're going oh my god this is scary I don't like it I don't want to think about this I don't want to think about this but you're telling your brain I don't want to think about this this is what I don't want to think about and all your brain hears it doesn't hear don't it just hears think this okay so you're going to hear it over and over again it's like if I told you don't think about a pink elephant I bet you thought about a pink elephant, right? Because our brain just like works with what we give it, regardless of the words before. So 
If we are saying, don't think of this, don't think of this, it's going to give it to us anyway. So instead, what we need to do is create a bit of distance between ourselves and the thought and give ourselves distraction instead. So instead of saying, I don't want to do this, I don't want to do that, we need to be thinking things like, right, let's do something different. So I physically shake my head and say, nope, not going to get into that. Or I'm not going to think about that. Let's think. And then I divert my attention to something else. That really works for me. Might not work for everyone else. But I am going to give you some ways now about how you can manage your intrusive thinking. Okay, so let's do this. How do we enable ourselves to not feel so overwhelmed by these thoughts? And that's essentially the goal is not to get rid of them. Because remember what I said, if we focus on that, we're just going to get more of it. The goal is to feel less overwhelmed. Okay, because if we feel less overwhelmed, they don't impact us as much and have as much effect on us. And then what what we might find is they start to disappear anyway. Okay, so first thing that we can do is to be mindful and essentially what being mindful is is about being in the state of here and now bringing yourself back to the moment because me thinking about you know them experiences I told you about earlier in the podcast see I can't even talk about them because they just scare me um it, it doesn't help it doesn't it doesn't bring me anywhere it just makes me feel really panicked and very overwhelmed but actually bringing myself back into the moment so right now I'm staring at my screen I can see the fact I'm recording I can feel my hands on my lap I can you know look around the room I can't smell anything I'm, I'm engaging my uh, senses and it's bringing me back to the moment it's bringing me back to the here and now it's reminding me that Laura that isn't happening. What are you worrying about, girl? That's not happening. And that's what we need. So essentially, you can be mindful in many ways. It could be you could play a game with yourself. I like this one a lot, where we're saying things like, name five things uh, that are pink in this room. I've got so many things in this pink office. So I would be going on for days. Or it might be right. Now think of five things you could pick up easily in this room. And by doing that, you're giving your brain something different. And then thoughts will kind of melt away. And you'll start to think about this game and all of your different answers so I would really really recommend that really works for anxiety as well Um, it just brings you right back to where you need to be which is the present essentially because you don't need to be worrying about things that aren't going to materialize you need to be in the here and now that's where you're going to feel safe that's where you're going to feel calm that's where you're going to feel centered so that's where we want you to be so being mindful you know when we are talking about mindfulness we are talking about meditation as well And a lot of people go, oh, meditation is not a bit of me. But meditation doesn't have to be something where you're sitting in a corner, you know, putting your hands together and going, "Mm," you know, it it literally could just be taking some time, time out being in a quiet space, listening to a meditation for five minutes, um, or it could even be saying something over and over in your head, a mantra, okay, whatever that might be, whatever suits you. But when I do make suggestions on this podcast, you know, try them out, but see what works for you. One thing might not work for you and that's fine, but try something else. That's why I give you several because we're all very, very different. And because we're all very different, there's going to be something I mentioned that doesn't work for you. Don't get frustrated with yourself. That's completely normal because we're completely different. So just make sure you go through and find out what works for you. So in order to kind of help ourselves with these thoughts, we do need to release a hormone called oxytocin. This hormone, oxytocin, is the love hormone, makes us feel really safe, makes us feel really good. And there are a lot of studies to suggest that when we're spending time with animals, this is when the hormones release and we feel really calm, really relaxed. So if you've got a pet at home and you start getting these thoughts, 
go to your pet, go stroke your pet, go be with your pet and you'll instantly feel yourself start to calm down. It could even be, you know, you're around your child, you're around your family members, you know, you ask for a hug, whatever it might be, anything that kind of makes you feel quite, I guess, fluffy, is that a word? Fluffy, centered, makes you feel good, makes you feel cuddly and warm inside. That's what we need for you. So go get your pets, go get your children, go get your family. But it can depend, you know, for me, if it's about your child, it it might not be the right time for you to do that. It might be you need something completely different. Um, Absolutely fine. As I said, make sure you find out what works for you. Next, this shall pass. I can't stress that enough how much saying that can be helpful because when you are in a state of panic and when you are in a a state of thinking oh my god this is scary I don't want to feel this we can sometimes feel like this is going to happen forever and that's not actually true so telling ourselves this will pass this is going to end this thoughts go in you know can be really really helpful so we can think of that as well which can guide us and and can help it can not overwhelm us Another thing we can do to completely distract our brain is to actually give our brain something really different and say, right, I want to think about a time on holiday or I'm going to think about going on a beach or I'm going to think about, you know, laying on sand or I'm going to think about a forest walk. Whatever it might be, when you give your brain something different, it will run with that. So it might not work initially at first, but it will over time. So just try and distract yourself. You could even go on YouTube and get a free visualization up and have a look at that and really immerse yourself into that picture. Think about what you would see, hear, sense, taste, smell, all of the senses. What would that be like? What would that feel like? And let me know if that's effective for you. But hopefully one of these will will help you switch your brain because that's what we want. We just want you to switch your thinking. However, there might be some times where these intrusive thoughts are quite often and they're coming in quite rapid, quite thick, quite fast and it's very, very overwhelming and it's really scaring you and it's starting to make you think there's something wrong with you and you're very overwhelmed and it's affecting your everyday life. If this is the case, then I'd really recommend to get therapy. CBT, Cognitive Behavioural Therapy, is a fantastic therapy to help you retrain your brain. And that's essentially all it is. It is looking at your thought patterns and helping you work with that and work through them so they aren't overwhelming you, they're not hindering you, and then you can take more control. So if it feels overwhelming, you can always access a free NHS therapy. If you just put free free NHS therapy in Google, um, it should come up um, then what you would do is write in your postcode and it will tell you your most local um, mental health therapy then you can access it either by going to your GP or it might be that you can go directly through the company and you can get it there um, there are lots of minds the charity mind that do offer that therapy so do have a look at that you can google my local mind and you can put in your postcode again and see what comes up in terms of therapy um, And you also um, can just go to your GP and your GP will refer you in. Um, But essentially do have a good look around because there might be um, that you can go straight through into the service because a lot of services now, well, all of them, I would say, you get a self-referral apart from if it's a secondary mental health service, which means if the the mental health illness is more severe. Um, But for something like intrusive thoughts and intrusive thinking um, with no previous history or anything like that, um, you know, it would be more than likely that you would be able to access 
self-refer route so do have a look into that because it could be very helpful for you to help change your thinking so I will be posting this out on Monday woohoo but do let me know um, if you've ever suffered of intrusive thoughts and what you do and I think it's really good that we all support each other and we're all quite frank and honest about our own experiences because don't forget we're not alone and I know I definitely know that I'm not the only one who's been having thinking like this and you know I'm very lucky that I've got Andy that I can speak to about it and you know I've got the tools and techniques that I need to kind of maneuver through but some other people might not know where to begin so that's why I wanted to do this podcast today and I hope it helps and just to remind you that you're not alone you're not silly you've not done anything wrong you're not losing your mind you're just bloody human and you've got a brain and our brain is giving us weird and wonderful things and sometimes more weird than wonderful (laughs) so (laughs) that's all from me I um I don't know what I was about to say then I don't know. I don't know how why I cite that sentence, but um, as always, if you liked the pod, please do leave a review. It would really, really help. If you've been listening to me for a while, saying um, I will leave a review, and you haven't yet, go and leave me a review. I would really appreciate it. Um, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, you know, hit me at all angles. It would really, really help. It just ensures this podcast goes far and wide, which is nice. And we're actually coming up to our one year anniversary. Can you actually believe it? I can't believe that I've nearly been podcasting for a whole year who the hell do I think I am but it's mad isn't it like I started this podcast because I had a miscarriage and all the things I was scared of doing I was like fuck it I was in that mindset where the worst thing that could ever happen to me did um were one of the worst things and yet I'm here I'm alive and it just gave me that kick up the bum to go do you know what let's turn my pain into power and that's what I did and now the reason I'm explaining this to you is because look at the growth you know a girl that was absolutely on the floor devastated suicidal thinking again you know thinking how she ever going to get her dream of a baby now a year on has now got a three-week-old so it just shows you doesn't it that good times are coming for all of us and that's what I want to leave it with you today that good times are coming for you too so have a lovely week and you will hear from me next week bye This podcast is sponsored by Laura Burke Training and Consultancy. That's right, my mental health training company. So if your company needs mental health first aid or workshops around mental health, I'm your girl. I am here to provide tools and techniques to staff to help them improve their mental health. So if you'd like to find out more, go to www.lauraburke.co.uk. Thank you.